Thanks for joining the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Avera. Very excited to be here today. I've got a good friend and special guest, uh, Matt Bell of Matthew Bell and the Next of Ken on right now. And I'm very excited to talk music, life, COVID. Well, I'm not excited to talk COVID, <laughs> but I'm very excited to catch up with him and uh, introduce uh, some of you to him and, and a little bit about him as well. But uh, really just kind of talk about what's been going on in your world. How are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, me too, man. It's, it's, it's been a work in progress, but uh, I'm very, very excited to get you on here. So just a little backstory, very small, very quick, guys. Uh, I've known, man, you know, I, I always get the timeline wrong. But I, I've known Matt now for, I'm going to say closer to six years. I feel like that's my answer. It could be a year off either way, but that feels appropriate based on how long his spirit has been closed. Maybe longer. I don't know. I um, want to say it may even be close to seven. That, that may actually be it. it. You might be right. I, you know, I, I can never relate anything to time. I can only relate to, it's like, Luke is three, uh-huh. and this is where I worked at during this time. That's it. Yeah, I don't know yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway, I, I met him. Uh, I, was, I was managing a bar uh, in Frisco Square that's no longer there uh, called the Spirit. It was a great little bar, and it was a traditional – I mean, it was a bar bar. There was no food or anything like that. Uh, dark, very cool ambiance, and they did live music. And the previous GM had scheduled – uh, Matt to come in and play a solo gig one night. And I really didn't know. I didn't know much about him. I had looked him up on Facebook, um, checked out some pictures, I listened to a little bit, but you know, it, it didn't give a full scope of, of who he was as a, as a person and an artist. And I believe it was a Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. And he came in and he, I have alarms going off now. This is 2020 folks. It really is. There's just, there's just things happening here that, that I can't control in my so-called studio. So um, anyway, but uh, we, uh, we, we have the music going and he came in and it was great. I was thoroughly impressed with the performance. One thing led to another, became friends, and here he is on the show. So mm. that, that's, that's, the, that's the quick version. Um, mm, yes, that was like the fastest <laughs> recap of our friendship I think I've ever heard. So. Yeah, nothing like nothing like you know really putting some emotion into it either. So. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but now you've you know you've a lot has changed in your life. Yeah, I mean you've got two kids. Yep, you're older now. Your your band is older. Mm-hmm. You guys are more flushed out. You've added members to the band. Yeah. Um. And now we, you're smack dab at the, I don't want to say the height of your musical career because you haven't reached the height yet, but you were climbing. You guys were doing great. The new album was out there. Bam, COVID hits. Right. <laughs> what do you do from that? What, what do you do? How do you, where do you go from there? Man, you know, and it's really funny. Uh, and I know so many artists have wrestled with this whole thing. Uh, and at the beginning, there, there are a lot of facets to it. Um, in one sense, uh, I got back time with my family, uh, in the evenings and on the weekends. Um, at least at the time I did, I've since had to, uh, find replacement work that has taken up some of that time again. Um, 
but, um, you know, so I got back family time that I hadn't, hadn't had, um, at the same time, I, you know, stepped down off of the stage, uh, for all intents and purposes. And, um, that was, you know, that was kind of interesting and it, it's to lose the sort of, for lack of a better term, kind of grind element of it, um, you know, was, was really interesting, but I'll never forget about probably two months in, maybe three months in, um, Alyssa, my wife, uh, asked me, she was like, so we're now several weeks into this thing, really slowing down. What do you miss? What do you not miss that you thought you would? Um, and I think really what I, I, I don't know, there's, there's several things at play. Um, thankfully enough around midsummer, we as a band were able to start getting back together and rehearsing. Uh, and writing music, and we've been putting stuff uh, on our Facebook page, doing some some of our songs to keep them out there. Um, yeah, I, I I released a solo single that I self produced. I, I wrote, I recorded all the, the instruments, uh, produced the whole thing, uh, and then was able to release that back in July, um, which was a really cool little project, uh, and has actually led to me um, kind of putting together a couple of solo in addition to stuff that we're still doing for the band. Um, but the truth is, is that um, I guess Alyssa asking that question made me realize I don't really miss gigging. Um, I miss connecting with a crowd. I miss playing music with these guys that I love. Um, sure. And I miss that stuff. But as far as, man, I, I don't miss booking. Um, I don't miss cold calling and to be totally <laughs> frank, I, I don't really miss playing for three hours um, of somebody else's tunes, hoping that maybe I'll get a couple of Facebook likes out of it. Um, that being said, like I, I still like, I love to play. I love to perform. Um, I love making music, but there are certain sides of it that I don't, really have a desire to jump back into. Uh, and in fact, um, for me, it's helped me to realize what do I really want to do and who do I really want to be as a musician? Um, yeah. to, to narrow that focus really. And, and, and what's come out of it is the fact that I really love writing songs. Um, and I want to do more of that. I want to write songs, whether it's for me or for other people. I want to um, make my musical bread and butter being a songwriter. Um, I really like producing. Uh, I've, I had a ton of fun with that on that project, um, that solo project. And I've started to do more of it. Uh, and I've actually started... Um, in the prelim very, very preliminary stages of another project that I'm going to be producing for somebody else. Um, hopefully there'll be more on that later on. I don't want to speak too soon on it. Um, but uh, those are the things that I really want to do. And then having the opportunity to really be selective in um, the kind of shows that we play. Um, does that mean that our musical journey is going to look different than I thought it would at the beginning of 2020? I, I mean, absolutely. Uh, but it's been really cool to just see what, to reevaluate what I value um, 
as a musician, as a, a husband, as a father? Um, where do the, what are the things that I'm not willing to give up? And what are the things that I'm willing to, to compromise on? And, uh, you know, in this season, of, um, yeah. doing the, with, with two kids under the age of five, um, you know, I've got a, I've got a four and a half year old and I've got, uh, another one that's about to turn one in, in a couple of weeks. Jeez. Um, I, I mean, it's just, that's, that's a, that's a handful of life that's happening, um, that I really want to be here for. Well, you know, um, you put, you put, you, you, you look at this as any other year and every year is different. I mean, forget mm-hmm. the pandemic, forget everything that we have gone through in this last year, but you look at every year and every year has its own hills and challenges and things that you got to work through. Having just a normal quote unquote normal year with a wife and responsibilities that that brings for a family plus two young ones plus your friends and then your family and then everything else you do. And then as a musician, the balance is, is, is near impossible. Now, Mm -hmm. now you add in, okay, I've got these other layers that I can't deal with. I can't just go out. I mean, I I know you said you kind of, you kind of don't miss the gigging, but you really, even if you wanted to do it full steam ahead, you really can't right now. Right. I I mean, I know some people are playing um, at certain spots and I've talked to them and they've told me that it's different. It's very different uh, based on the crowds, obviously pay. I mean, let's be real. I don't care how much you like the music you want to get paid. Um, you know, all those yeah. things have changed. So, uh, you know, do you see yourself? I mean, and, and how do, I guess my question is, how does the band feel about this? You know, because th- those guys, I mean, they've all got things going on, too. Yeah. But how do how do they feel about it? You know, I think the thing is, is that for all of us, um, maybe a little bit of the blessing is the fact that we were not we're we are not i'm not gonna say we were we are not currently at a place where this is our full-time thing um we're just not there yet uh and none of us is um upset about that none of us has any qualms with it uh so we're all kind of doing other things um this our desire and our dream would be for this to be the the main thing for it to be the one sure. thing um or the primary thing i should say maybe that's a better way to say it um but I think, I mean, the truth is, is that um, most of us are involved in the music world um, in a full-time sense in some capacity, um, you know? So I know um, we've all kind of felt it, uh, but at the same time, um, it, I guess it wasn't like we, we, we didn't lose all of our income with with everything like that but as far as moving forward um you know the thing that we're still doing is we're still continuing to create music um and that's what's been really great like we once we started getting back together we started working on some some writing um really working on kind of our next couple of singles and and uh potentially our next album um we've been like i said we've we've kind of gone back and we're trying to do these really simple uh, videos that we posted to Facebook uh, where it's just one camera, one shot, one take, um, one mic, and just uh, arrange ourselves in such a way that, you know, everybody gets to hear everything. But it's kind of a way for us to keep 
our songs from that album um, fresh, but to a certain extent in front of people uh, that may not have listened to it or, um, you know, it's giving them a little bit of a approach to it. Um, so that's been kind of fun. Um, but again, it, it's kind of, we've all had to be really flexible here. Um, yeah. and so I don't think that regardless of what happens at the end of 2020, uh, into 2021, um, I, you know, the, the guys, uh, in the band, we're all kind of going, look, we're, we're not walking away from this by any means, but we're also sure. very realistic about, you know, if it's not, if it's a side hustle right now and it doesn't, uh, 40 hours a week, then we're not going to try to give something that doesn't, uh, doesn't make sense to give 40 hours a week to right now. Um, we're going to give it 10 hours a week, you know, yeah. so we can keep it fresh or we're going to give it a few hours a week so we can keep it fresh. We can stay on top of it. We can continue making music with each other so that when things do eventually really open back up and we're able to go play Matthew Bell and the next of kin shows again, um, we're not trying to relearn everything. We're not trying to relearn that chemistry with each other uh, because we thankfully uh, were able to maintain that throughout the course of this. And that makes sense. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, look, you, the love is there. The passion's there. Yeah. You know what you want. But the reality is this. The game has changed and the yep. whole world has changed and, and we truly don't know. Now, do I think that, do I think that COVID is going to cripple us going to live shows and, 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 you know, maybe even going to big, large shows and, and, and stadiums again uh, for the rest of our lives. I don't think it's going to cripple that, but I think for the foreseeable future, things have changed. Yes. Um, and whether that be out of science out of fear, out of financial, I, I don't know, but they have changed. So many artists, and I know you know this, you guys are trying to figure out, okay, which direction do we go? But at the same time, we've got to go in a different direction. We've got to stay relevant. We got bills to pay. Yeah. And we've got families to take care of. And, you know, the electric company doesn't care if you're, if your love for music isn't paying your bills <laughs> and they just don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I sent them a note the other day and said, you know, can I hold off on this? And I'm pretty sure they sent me a note back that said never. So, yeah. I mean, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta make that decision and that's really tough. And I also think that that's not just on a local level. I think that's on a large scale level too, with artists. I mean, we yeah. sit there and we talk about guys that, you know, they've, tour and make thousands but if you're not touring anymore you're not selling merchandise and you're not putting out new music you're only living on so much well and you know you could go down uh the the road of of how do you make a living off of streaming um right now uh which is sort of the case this is where we are um yeah you know this is it this has been we, the music world has been building to this point uh, where streaming is, is dominant. Um, yes. And yet a lot of those big name artists and, and uh, artists in general, it's like, well, I don't make my living off of streaming unless you're huge. Um, yeah. But you, you, you don't really make a living off of that. What you make your, your living off of is going out and playing shows. Um, and, Absolutely. and now um, 
it's kind of a matter of going, okay, well, then it, it's all about making more music, um, using this time. And I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of musicians have realized that we've been given a little bit of an opportunity here to um, spend more time on our craft, um, yes. which to a certain extent makes me really excited for the projects that are currently coming out and that are going to continue coming out. Um, the quality of them, um, you know, it's, it's that it's going to become a really competitive market. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, as far as vying for attention, but I think as any consumer uh, would be able to see the quality of the music is going to get a lot better. And that's a really cool thing to think about. So, I mean, no, it is. And all you have is time. I mean, that's, yeah, you're not rushed. You know, I was talking about the beginning of this pandemic and it's still happening now, but it really happened at the beginning of this pandemic where there was like, it it was like a a music awakening and there, and I've, I've said this multiple times, but there were artists local Mm -hmm. and big uh, that were doing things like you got Cody Jinks sitting in a chair in his office with a six pack in front of him doing a live concert, a, a two hour live show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I mean, new material requests, old material. But what, it, what I saw was the real artist. I saw, you know, forget the record label, forget the money. Yeah. You got to see a guy who just really loved music, who was telling stories and talking about, you know, why he wrote this. And then you do the flip side. And I saw some local artists doing the same thing every week. Some of them were coming on from, you know, 20 minutes to 30 minutes, sometimes an hour. I mean, I saw Ryan Berg perform in his kitchen Mm -hmm. and, you know, but what was cool about it was you could tell that this wasn't just thrown together. They were working on music and this was the first time they were putting out this new music. Yeah. If you're a music fan, yeah, you're miss going to the gigs and you're miss going to these small venues or large venues. But if you're just a fan of music, now's the time because there's so much amazing music out there. And like you said, all you've got is time to perfect it. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. It, you know, and, and to do it the way that you really want to do it. And I, I know there's something to be said always for um, getting to test out music on a live audience and figure sure. out what works and what doesn't. There's, I mean, don't neglect that by any means, but the fun thing is kind of um, getting to really see, like kind of dive into your own mind and your own creativity and say, okay, what all is in there? Um, what, what, what do I have to work with here? Um, and if I really kind of let myself do what I want to do, what's going to come out. And I know for me, it's been really cool to see, uh, some stuff, um, you know, personally, uh, in, in my songwriting that I've gone, wow, I, you know, five years ago or even a year ago, I wouldn't have thought to do this like that, but I'm, it's fun to do stuff, uh, in that regard. The other thing that's been really cool is, um, for me personally, uh, I have for years, uh, always wanted to really, um, strengthen my piano playing. Well, I mean, right now I, I'm not pressed with, um, prepping for a gig. I'm not spending hours loading and unloading, um, 
and, and all of that stuff, uh, I've been able to spend time that otherwise would have been either at or um, preparing for a gig working on other musical endeavors, you know, deepening skill sets that um, that weren't developed yet. Uh, so that's made it really, really cool uh, when I'm able to take advantage of that. No, I well, you again, you're doing something that you want to do, mm -hmm. but it's still music. And I mean, that's that's awesome, you know, because I'm sure adding something else to the list is usually not something that you look forward to doing. No. But no. but that's a good list to have. Yeah. So I guess that brings me to my next thing. OK, so we, we, we know the music. Now let's get, you know, you're you're a family guy. You've got a wife. You've got, the you know, the two kids. And not just like kids, I mean, little kids. Yeah. And um, that's a jungle, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a constant circus to try to balance that. I understand that 110%. Oh, I know. And I have less than you do. And I still <laughs> understand that. The fact that I can do a podcast without, uh, you know, being interrupted right now is, is unreal. Um, but uh, how have you, I know you've enjoyed it. I mean, there's no questions asked. You've enjoyed the time at home, but your schedules and, and even, uh, even your wife's, even Alyssa's, every, you guys have had to adjust, you know, to the new dynamic in the house. You know, yeah. there, was a, there was a time where she knew that you had a gig and, and if she couldn't go, you were going to be gone late and you'd be back. Or she knew you had practice or she was going to go somewhere. But now you're home. Not to say you're not doing everything, mm -hmm. but you're home. Has that been a difficult adjustment? And I'm not trying to get you in trouble. So Alyssa, <laughs> if you're listening, trust me, he loves being at home. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the funny thing is, is um and this is one of the things that I love so much about my wife. She just she serves um me and she serves this family so selflessly. Um and uh so as far as that dynamic is concerned. I know that uh, she appreciates me being home. In a lot of ways, one of the things that I've picked up is I started um, teaching music. Right. And I do that in the evenings. So there are a lot of evenings that I'm, I'm not here, um, but I try to be home. Like I've been able to, for the most part, not always, but, and not every night of the week, but, I'm able to like eat dinner with my family uh, yeah. um, as much as possible. It's not, like I said, it's not, it's not always consistent, but, but that has been a really good thing. Um, at the end of the evening, like I'm not coming home to uh, my wife already asleep um, and having been asleep for a few hours by the time I show up exhausted and just totally drained uh, and rolling into bed at, at one o'clock in the morning after a gig, um, you know, I'm able to like, go to bed at the same time as my wife. I'm able to, uh, my oldest son, Cyrus, um, you know, sometimes when I'm teaching, um, my, our infant son, um, river, he's already asleep. He goes to bed pretty early. Um, so that, that happens a lot, but it's kind of one of those things that when I'm home, I do my very best to try to pick up the slack where I can. Um, so that, I mean, yes, I'm home, but at the same time, um, when I'm working, um, on things, I'm not really available. Uh, and so Alyssa and I've had that, that conversation numerous times where, um, 
you know, we we did wrestle a little bit with the, hey, you're sitting at the kitchen table working, but you do hear this crying baby over here, right? Um, it's like, <laughs> right. I, I, know you're... That you're, I know that you're technically like, quote unquote, on the clock, but you do hear this, right? Like you're not deaf. And, and so having that conversation of going like, okay, so I know that like my physical body is here, but you need to know that like, I'm not really here. Um, but to Alyssa's credit, she was actually the one who really kind of drove that, like, hey, I know that you're sitting. I mean, it would be really easy for me to go, hey, my wife came and, and told me, like, uh, you know, she was, you hear this crying baby. You need to, to come in here and help out. Really what was ended up, that's, that's not really accurate. What ended up happening was every time I heard the baby, I would go up there, go upstairs or whatever. Or I'd go try to rush to help. And Alyssa would look at me and go, you're supposed to be at work. I've got this. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so she, I mean, her support in the midst of all of this has been amazing. And so as a result, for me personally, I don't really struggle with being home. I find it's a struggle for me to try to, for lack of a better term, um, like repay everything that she's doing at home while I'm trying to work as far as taking care of the house and watching the boys. And she's got her own blog and her own photography business and the things that she's doing as well. And yet she manages to balance all of that. Um, and so I, I'm kind of one of those, like, I, I want to do everything that I can without being asked just because, um, she is already doing so. So. No. And the balance balance has been the, the, the key for everything, I think in everybody's life. And, and yeah, we talked about this before, you know, you can never balance everything perfectly. And so to be able to find some sort of balance and, and dynamic between the two of you as things change, it's the most important thing. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a hard time, you know, even balancing anything. So I'm happy I got laundry done. You know, that was exciting. Yeah. That was an exciting moment. And I shaved and went for a run. So to me, I, I conquered the world, but, um, you go. But I get that. I get that. So as we, you know, go through 2020 here, as we get through the end of it, you know, and the only reason I really stress, you know, the, the, the 2020, I guess, theme is because it really has laid the groundwork for how everybody has to deal with things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, from wearing masks to not wearing masks, to, you know, all this nonsense, whatever, whatever you believe, whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me, but um, we still have to adjust to it and we have to adapt. Oh, yeah. And, and then you, you, you have your kids that you have to adjust them to all this. What, what do you think? I mean, if there's one thing and you may have already touched on it, but if there's one thing that you can pick from this year that you are grateful for that this happened, so you could, you know, figure it out. What is that one thing? The, um, I would say it's really the, and I hesitate to call it a revelation, um, more the realization of how important um, time with family, with the family unit is. Um, we, and fall is crazy every year for the Bell household. Uh, it just always is, despite our best efforts. And I think the fall is crazy for everyone, 
Um, and schedules just get so cram packed and so filled up. The great thing about what happened with the beginning of COVID back in March was that it forced everyone to turn and look inward. Um, they were your, they were like your family unit was your source of entertainment. It was your source of conversation. Um, it was literally everything was within your family unit. And then things started to open back up. And I think everybody really just was like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready to get out of the house and, and all of that stuff. And as a result, the thing that's been really interesting about this is that there is a little bit of flexing, of constricting, flexing, um, where it's like you're able to get out, but you're not super able to get out. It's not quite like it was before. So you're still having to look at the, um, the family unit for your source of, of entertainment and, and all of those different things. And so um, for me, it really has been this realization. And so for some people, it hasn't been this. Uh, but for me, it's I've gone, well, I really love being at home. Um, uh, being nearby. I really love being able to watch my boys grow up and not yeah. feel like it's happening and I wasn't aware of it. I like being present. Um, the other thing that has been really great about this is because um, we've all been, you know, kind of working from home. Uh, the, a lot of people have gone back. I know that. But, um, you know, so many people are still working from their homes. Uh, the great thing I feel like um, has been this forced mental presence. Um, and I, I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. I think it's really easy uh, in this, um, maybe it's maybe it's forced mental boundaries. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Uh, that like I was talking about where I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I'm trying to work. Um, and it's like, you're here, but you're not really here. But what Alyssa knows and what we have discussed now is when I close that computer at the end of the day, um, when I close up my, my daily planner um, and I leave my phone downstairs or I put it in my nightstand um, or something like that, uh, I'm here for family time. Like I'm not – I'm no longer on work hours uh, because the lines have gotten so blurry that I've had to force myself to become really – diligent about what is work and what is home. Um, and so I don't know, it's been a really interesting journey in that regard to the point where I don't know if anybody else does this, this is maybe a little bit off topic, but I actually uh, removed all of my work email uh, from my uh, phone. From my iPhone. Really? Yeah. Um, so I've still got it, you know, obviously on my laptop, I've got it on my iPad if I need um, but I did that so that when I'm home, if I check my phone, I I'm not looking at work emails. I'm not sucked back into that without my knowledge. Uh, so some people may go, well, that's just making you really hard to get a hold of. Maybe so, but it's also made it to where I'm really distinct. Like those boundary lines between work and home are very clear. Uh, when I'm on the clock, I'm on the clock. And when I'm off the clock, I'm off the clock. Um, and so well, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Uh, you know, the social, uh, social media, our phones, our, our watches, our tablets 
have made it so okay, and I throw in a quotation mark, yeah. for employers, work, employees, to get a hold of somebody 24-7. And I sat here and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, I remember back in the day, I mean, even, even when I was younger, but when I, when I was really young and my dad was working, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have cell phones or tablets or Apple Watches. If you were out of work, you were done. Yep. You know, unless you were, you know, unless when the pagers came along or you were a doctor or head of a company, they could get a hold of you at your house. But you didn't have like Joe Schmo from McDonald's when you had your, your high school job calling you at five o'clock after you on your day off. Right. You know, you didn't have when when I was general manager at, at you know, whichever bar, which is OK. If when you're general manager, you kind of expect it. But there's still a time like if you're getting on an airplane and you plan this vacation for weeks, I shouldn't have somebody from my work calling me as I'm getting checked into my seat. Yeah. You know, and you got to do that. You've got to unplug. You've got it. You've got to set those boundaries. And it's hard to do. I have not taken any emails off my phone. I'll be honest with you. But when Luke, when I am with Luke, which is all, all the time, but when I'm really with him and we are doing something, I could care less about anything. Yeah. I won't look at my email. Matter of fact, Luke knows the only time I even really check my phone is if it's work related or I'm expecting something, but we'll be right before bed. He's sitting there next to me on the couch and I might be looking at my phone for a minute. Yeah. That's it. Otherwise that phone is down because this is, you know, you got to separate it. Oh yeah. And you don't, you don't have a place to go to right now. You don't, you don't go punch a clock anywhere. You punch a clock at the kitchen table. Yeah. So. You know, and, and I know, I think you, you and I've talked about this before, but uh, so like my one-year-old has been fighting a cold the last couple of days or something. I don't know exactly what it is. It's he's a one-year-old that, that picks stuff up. So um, either way. So today, uh, you know, my wife went to go, Alyssa went to go pick up Cyrus from his, uh, from his daycare or from his preschool. Um, and, uh, river was, you know, supposed to be down for a nap. Well, he, he's not feeling well. So he woke up after about 20 minutes. Um, I was hoping that I'd have about an hour and a half to get some work done, uh, and just get, get plow through some things. But as soon as he woke up, I knew that I had to laptop close, put it away. Phone is, is somewhere else. Uh, anything work related yeah. is somewhere else. Because if I'm going to try to watch him, if I'm going to try to be in his caretaker in this moment and work, I'm going to be frustrated on one end or the other. Um, Absolutely. And it just, as, and, and don't get me wrong. There are times, and I know that people would say, well, but I've, I've still got to work. You know, I've still got to, I've still got stuff that's got to get done. You know, that's true. I, I, I agree with that. I understand. But at the same time, um, sometimes it means saying, I'm going to have to make up that time elsewhere. I'm going to have to figure yes. out how to do that um, so that he gets the, the care that he needs, the attention that he needs. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, your kids need to understand that there's a time to work. There is a time to not work, you know, I mean, and work is not a bad thing. Um, no, you know, we can't paint that in that light, but still anyhow, but having time though, and finding the importance of that is, is, is key. I mean, 
what are you working for if you can't take care of your children? You right, know? And, right. And you set a better example by saying, hey, I know you need me right now. I'm here for you. Then, oh, gosh, I'm going to try to, you know, put 50 percent in you and 50 percent in the work. Yeah, it's not a great example, you know, but we've all done it. And with anybody with young kids, uh, they know that anybody out there who's thinking about having young kids, you'll soon find out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. It's not easy. I think, you know, as we wrap up here, I think the best thing for me too, and I, and I, I tend to agree with you through COVID is it's going back to the basics. Mm-hmm. It's being simple. And I have thoroughly, I mean, I had my moments, um, frustration, anger, couldn't sleep. Um, I, got, I think I got depressed for a minute there. I don't know. Um, There's something going on, but, you know, realizing that we were not in lockdown, we were not in quarantine. Like everybody said, we were just inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the biggest thing was losing the income and, and all that. But the best thing for me was just looking at it going, okay, what do I do life without the entertainment that's out there? How do my two-year-old at the time and me connect and bond without just zoning out to Netflix Mm -hmm. or playing the same old nonsense toys all the time? And I had a great time doing that by going to different national parks or really just spending outside uh, time outside, whether that was on the patio, in an open field playing soccer. Like We got so creative. And I'll never forget it and I'll never stop doing it, Yeah, you know, because long after this thing is resolved, to me, that's important. And, and as Luke gets older, I, I, I want him to remember that. So, um, well, man, look, I know you got to go and it's busy. I got to go, but it was awesome to have you on. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having excited. me. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so man, much. It's been, a, it's been a long time and, uh, man, I hope to get, you know, to see you out there playing soon again. Yeah. Yeah. Something, but guys, if you want to follow or learn anything about Matthew Bell and the next of kin, you can find him on Facebook. Just search Matthew Bell and the next kin. They're also on Instagram. Uh, you can check out the latest video. One cam, one mic, one take. Uh, I need you, which I believe was just put up today. Yep. Um, so you can check that out. It's really cool. Um, gives you four minutes of your time and get to kind of know the band a little and just scroll around, you know, watch some old videos and, and check out and meet some of the other members of the band as well. I'm sure you'll be back on again. I'm sure once I get my YouTube channel up and running, I'll have you do some uh, performing on there as that would well. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But in the meantime, man, take care of that family of yours. Be safe out there. And uh, we'll talk again. All right, brother. Thanks for having me. See you later, man. Bye-bye.